You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by M-Prize Bank. Coming up, the latest in Kansas City soccer coverage from KCSN, featuring no other pod with Jimmy Mack and Daniel Kuser. Currently with Daniel Kuser and Chris Wright and Soccer Talks with Ali Trost-Martin. KC Sports Network is your new go-to for Kansas City soccer coverage. Make sure to hit that follow button so you don't miss anything. And now, let's get to it. Everybody, welcome to a Challenge Cup semifinal qualifier podcast. Uh, it is, it's Carly. It is. You're here to talk about the KC Current and all things women's soccer. Uh, it's your host, Daniel Kuzer, here with my buddy, weighing in at a 165 pounds, Christopher Wright. What's up, buddy? Did I get did I get that right? You look like a crisp 165. Yeah, I mean, you're pretty much spot on, man. Yeah, yeah right. you really are. I mean, I, I didn't expect uh, your intro to include my weight, but... You know, here we are. It, I, you know, and I should be that. Uh, I should be the fool, of the guesser at Worlds of Fun. Remember those guys, fool, of the guesser. Yeah, I think I think you can do it pretty well. <laughs> what's up, man? You were you were out of town this weekend. What's uh, how's everything going? Safe well, flights and all that. Safe flights and all that. Everything went pretty well. Um, I do have to tell you, whenever we win big, I do take pre workout. So it's pre workout, oh. pre workout pod. Um. <laughs> Pre-workout pod going on right now. Also, I don't know why, but whenever I do not attend the Challenge Cup games, we put up three goals. The last one was the hammy hat trick. This one, you know, 3-0. Wow, okay. Well, how about, you know, we're probably going to host this semifinal. How about you keep your little buns at home, huh? (laughs) No, it's, uh, dude, it's a crazy time, man. We said on our last podcast... There was a lot of soccer this weekend. Someone's bound to let us down. It's just a matter of who. And it was not the Kansas City Current, man. It was everybody else. <laughs> not who I assumed would win the freaking game because Louisville has had our number, dude. It is a, it's a good time to be a Casey Current fan because we are moving on in this competition. Revenge is sweet. Now, I wish we would have got to bump them out of, of the cup. That would have been great. But, you know, the... There's a good chance we're going to have a, a a playoff game, Challenge Cup playoff game in Kansas City. And if, you know, this is assuming, by the way, that Gotham doesn't win by, what, seven goals or something? That's, well, dude, crazy. actually, I mean, if Gotham wins, oh, no, Louisville will still progress as the second best team. That's wild. Yeah. So Louisville's in it. Um, it's, yeah. Yeah. Who will win Gotham? Um it's just a matter of who's going to host this thing. Assuming we should host, right? The way goal differential works out. So, I mean, Gotham would have to go in it and win like 7-0 against Orlando, which we've seen teams put up seven before. It's not impossible, but that game is tonight. We're recording on a Wednesday. They finally are playing that makeup game tonight. Uh, but we don't have to worry about it. We know we will have a semifinal game. I believe they're saying it's September 6th with the final to follow on the ninth. Uh wild time, man. I if you I don't know how the same team can not do good in the regular season and then be pretty good in this competition. Um but really it's just the way things are grouped, right? You only have to play three teams twice. 
Um, Louisville's kind of screwed us all all year, but the other two we kind of have whooped up on. I mean, let's be honest. The three teams in our in our division are the bottom six teams, including yeah. myself. But you know, at the end of the day, we'll take it, right? Survive in advance. True. You take it. Uh, it, it will be tough to advance any further. I'll be honest. Uh, no matter who we end up playing here, it's gonna that's gonna suck. It's gonna be very hard. Uh, also, people are getting their World Cup members back for the semifinal game, so that could make us a better team too. I there's so many variables going on, man, that I'm very excited to uh, break down and discuss in the coming weeks. Um, I, I do feel that uh, we're God. We have a double double digit goal differential in the Challenge Cup. That is weird. I mean, we we have all negatives in league play, but we are just crushing it in the Challenge Cup. Make it make sense. You know, I don't know, but one thing that was kind of interesting and that, you know, we'll talk about a little bit later, but we'll do it now. Um, our last four games in the Cup, there are three wins and one draw, and we outscored opponents 10 to 1. Good Lord. 10 to 1 in our last, uh, last four games. So, you know, it, it just takes a little spark just to catch a little fire, and uh, we're, we're doing it at the right time. I mean, this would this is inevitably, you know, you got to jump on this. You got to use this momentum, and then what do you do with all this momentum? Well, let's take a week off here. We'll just let's not play next week. Like that's what sucks, man. Is that you just can't jump back in and and carry this wave with you. You yeah. you got someone like Haley Mace scoring her first goal of the year. Uh, you'd like to see her continue to get confident and comfortable, but nope, we're gonna take a little break. I hate it. It's tough, man. It's like you said, a week off is kind of tough. You know, when we play in the Challenge Cup and the playoffs, our our starting lineup's going to look different, right? Like I doubt Spanstra will be starting. Hopefully, we have Di Bernardo and Gatra and and a Dibinia and you know our back line might look different. Um, but with the two national team players coming in, so I hope we can get the chemistry together because um, we really kind of caught fire here in the last you know, a couple games in the Challenge Cup, and I just hope we can integrate everybody back in and, and not miss a beat. Yeah, man, it is. Uh, there's no shortage of soccer to watch these days. Um, I, I've had to kind of refresh myself on this game because so many World Cup games have happened. Uh, so many League's Cup games have happened, if you guys are watching the uh, League's Cup between MLS and League AMX. A lot of shootouts, man, a lot of shootouts. There's so much going on. That I'm like, oh man, okay, I gotta, I gotta shift gears here and talk about this game that was only, you know, only this past Saturday, but it just feels like an eternity ago with these World Cup games coming fast and heavy. So, uh, luckily, those are slowing down as they progress into like the round of eight and everything, the quarterfinals. Uh, but this lineup comes out, and me, like everyone else, I'm sure, is excited to see Michelle Cooper back in. We know the the spark she provides when she gets back in there. Uh, we know her physicality is unmatched by damn near anyone in the league. Uh, you know, you see you see Kristen Hamilton in there. You're like, hell yes, let's go. Hat trick hammy coming off this confidence. Didn't get nothing done in Chicago. You know, just everyone was just dead to the world somehow. But Kristen Hamilton sure came back in and decided to uh, make her mark on this game in the third minute, bro. Getting another goal in the third minute. What a way to start an early goal! You can't you can't beat that. Well, you know on that run, on that run up play, right? I thought Kaiser should have done a better job 
of attacking because there's that three pass and she kind of fumbled the the ball. Um, but you know, I rewatched it again before because I wanted to see what Hamilton did. What did she do? In, in a you know, a moment of brilliance. She has, she's had a couple of moments of brilliance, but what she did is she hung back. She didn't race into the box and drag players. She hung back and then took the space once Kaiser didn't have anywhere to go. And then yeah. in a very calm and collected manner, she just one-timed that thing, the bottom right of the goal. Now, you know, we play rec soccer, right? You know how hard it is to not get excited when you got a, a ball just coming across and you got to one-time that thing to not blast the living shit out of it? That's so hard. Oh, sure. She was calm, collected, and just slotted that thing perfectly. I mean, if you're... It looks like it might be an easy thing to just blast the ball over the net. Uh, just ask the women's national team and their PKs. Um, ah, too soon, bro. Too soon. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. But <laughs> too soon, man. This was a uh, man. Third minute though, and I thought CC Kaiser was going to have a shot. And for her to take on these two defenders and then lay it off there for Kristen Hamilton—that's expert shit. That is what you do. You aren't selfish. You see, okay, I could either be a hero or an idiot and take on two people here or oh guess what there's two people on me chances are someone has no one on them and Kristen Ham Hamilton uh, just able to get us on the board three minutes in man and I'm not confident at this point I'm like man we scored too early like I'm I'm still very cautious I'm like it's gonna take more we gotta have it um you, you knew if you won this game you won the division. Like, we didn't have that knowledge going into these games when we spoke last week, you and me. Yeah. We didn't know we could win the division. But the fact that North Carolina Courage dropped points, it was like, we could mess around and win this division. And at the end of the day, we end up doing that. And that's I, that's so exciting to me, bro. What I love, and I don't think we talk about it enough, is the chemistry with Kaiser and Hamilton. Yeah. I don't think we talk about it enough because... When Kaiser was out, our attack really struggled, right? Every time she's out of a game, whether it was injury or, or anything else, you know, our attack just struggles. And, and Hamilton, you know, she's not the same player without CC Kaiser. And that's a credit to coaching. That's a credit to them. That's, you know, it, it's just a beautiful thing to see their chemistry work like that. And it, it was unselfish of her, a beautiful, calm play by Hamilton. And, buddy, we went up right away. Right away. We set that tone. Yeah. I mean, now, not without contradiction, because Louisville put two in the back of the net that were called offsides. Um, and it was what Louisville had some fans there. They had some people there. Um, and it shocked me, because when they scored, I heard, like, applause over there. I was like, what the hell? I didn't even know that they had anybody. Um, and then, you know, at that point, you're just, like, pointing at the flag. You're like, you're... You're dumb. Sit your purple asses down, you idiots. Uh, <laughs> but, dude, it was just, it was scary because you knew they're putting in the back of the net. They're going to get one soon. Um, AD France, though, was a monster. We've had this tournament, I guess. Now, Cassie Miller was a part of this as well. She played some in this tournament. We, we had four clean sheets in this tournament. And we had the second fewest goals allowed in this whole Challenge Cup. What the hell? Now, granted... That's a small sample size. It, you're only playing three other teams, right? And like you said, bottom of the league. But I'll take it. That's a great accolade. 
<laughs> no, I, I absolutely agree. Um, the first, you know, seeing when we played Louisville last time, there was a VAR that overturned a goal and they came right back and scored. Right. Yeah. And that was, that was really fresh in my head. You just kind of felt like it was coming. They just needed one more set piece, one more corner, and you just knew they might put one in the back of the net. Yeah. And thankful for VAR. It did not happen. Um, ultimately, you know, we gave up what two shots on goal, you know, that's a good defensive performance. Yeah. France only had to yeah. work a couple times on it like that. And, uh, Dude, we we we're in, at the halftime. It's one nil, right? So we come back in the second half, and Louisville gets a second yellow, dude, in like the forty eighth minute. And I'm ready for my pessimistic ass. I'm like, still not happy. I I don't like this because we know when you know you saw so the other team gets a yellow card, we're gonna try to push and take advantage. They can hit us on the counter. It's gonna get bad, bro. All they need is one goal. To, to break some hearts here today. Um, what would you think? I mean, were you pretty fired up? Were you excited that that red happened? I mean, absolutely. I feel like that's, I feel like we needed it. And, and yeah. it kind of, I was a little frustrated too after that happened because for a little while after it happened, it still felt like Louisville was pressing, right? It, we were up a player and I feel like they controlled the game for about 15, 20 minutes after that. And I was frustrated. I'm like, we're up, you know, up one goal, up a player. We need to put that dagger. You know, we put we need to put that knife right in their chest and just finish them. And it didn't seem like that was gonna ha- you know happen for a little while until, um, you know, Hamilton had another one in the eighty first. Look, uh, trying to was it eighty first? Yeah, eighty first. You know, Haley Mays trying to give Kristen Hamilton a run for her money as far as who's gonna be player of the match because. Hamilton might have gotten two goals, but Haley Mace participated in two goals as well. She assisted uh, Kristen Hamilton on this second goal. And then on in the third one, which was the 90th minute, 90 plus one, mm-hmm. Rylan Childers gets her first assist to Haley Mace, who just freaking rockets it into the upper, upper corner. Just rocket, bro. I, I was very excited to see Haley Mace get on the board because we know the quality that she brings. Uh, we know the strength she has. I mean, look at her legs, people. She's a freaking thoroughbred, okay? <laughs> if you think she can't fire shots like that from outside the box, you're out of your mind. She's she's a very strong player, and I think we're a better team to have her on the field. Absolutely. I mean, there, you know, aside from that 15 minutes after, you know, they went down a player where we just kind of sat back a little bit, and we were absolutely phenomenal. I felt like you know, last week we talked about what do we have to do to beat Louisville, dominate the midfield, because the last, you know, what, three or four games we played them, they've controlled the midfield. And that's an easy thing to say in a soccer game, right? That's cliche. But we struggled against them all year with that. And we dominated the midfield, man. Our, our back line was great. French was, was perfect. But, you know, I really want to talk about the efficiency of this team, right? Hamilton and Mace were absolutely efficient with everything they did. For example, Hamilton had two goals off of three shots and two shots on goal. Two shots on goal, two goals. She had 24 touches and went 100% uh, pass completion with 17 completed passes out of 17 attempts. I mean, if that's not efficient and masterful, then I don't know what is. Um, You know, we were talking about Mace. 
was her absolute banger, right? She played 45 minutes. She had one goal, one assist, and an 83% pass completion percentage. Amazing. Efficient. Efficient, efficient. And all year we've struggled with the opportunities we've been given. All year. Yeah. And through this Challenge Cup, through through Hamilton and, and her connection with, with C.C. Kaiser and others, and, and Cooper pressing, by the way, yeah. the nuisance, she's pressing. People don't want to go to that side of the field because they're going to get stiff-armed. They're going to get shoulder checked. It's gonna, It's a physical side of the field with, with, with Michelle Cooper out there. You will see a murder or two, yes. Uh, I love looking at the discipline uh, of games and you know to see how, how rough things were, right? And you would think that Louisville was very rough because they had five yellow cards, dude, and we had one towards the very end. Weinbrenner uh, uh, decided you know, she'd come in and, and play too hard. So, <laughs> no. I mean, I, I love that when you come in towards the end of the game and you get a yellow and it's like, well, make your presence felt, I guess. Oh, we've all done it. You know, it, it's fun. We've all done it. It's all good. Uh, well, this is great, man. I, I'm very excited. Of course, uh, we've locked up at least the three seed, uh, potentially the second, you know, assuming Gotham doesn't just go off. Uh, if you're listening to this right now, you already, you already know the results. So hopefully it all worked out and we're hosting a Challenge Cup game. So uh, stay right there. We're going to take a short commercial break, and we'll be right back. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Listen, man, uh, KC Current might be doing good things right now, but you know who is not doing great things is uh, U.S. Women's National Team. Thought they'd say bye-bye and come home from the World Cup a little early. Things are, they are not rewarding people who wake up at 4 a.m. to watch them. It's a pretty frustrating affair. How, how do you how do you do Sunday morning? Did you make it up to watch? I, I made it up. I watched about five minutes and then I was off and, off and on. I was like dozing off. I'd come back. It was off, come back. And I did go back and rewatch most of it, but I was awake for extra time and, and the PKs. You, you, dude, when, when it's got boring games, right? Just what, when it's just deadlocked like that, I'm just like, wow, it's tough. It's tough. Sweden, Sweden has had revenge on the mind for a while. Uh, isn't that one of our most played opponents in international competition anywhere? I get, I feel like, I feel like they beat us in the Olympics back when Hope Solo was our keeper. Hopefully I'm correct on that, but we always tend to play them in, in big, big games. So. Yeah, they're kind of a nemesis at this point. Yeah, man. Uh, I I I will want to go back to Casey Current stuff here in a second, but I thought we'd just do a a quick midway USWNT thing. Um, penalties. Your your veterans gotta be better at penalties. Uh, Sophia Smith gotta be better at penalties. You're like you're the thing, dude. You are the the prize. You're the, you're the chief. Like you are the one with all the promise in the world for this striker or the, you know, this attacker position, right? I didn't, I don't see it. I saw it in the very first game against Vietnam, but that was Viet freaking Nam. That I'm not taking much away from that. Otherwise, Sophia Smith went and took a little nap. And as, as, as a fan of her for the U S team and a non fan of her for Portland Thorns, I kind of love hated to see it. That kind of thing. 
she, I'm sorry. She's just she plays this cocky game on Portland Thorns, and maybe I'm just bitter because in the freaking final last year, she scores and just kind of looked all sassy b on it. I was like, what? Run! I hate. Right. I hate this person. Right. Like, I'm so mad. We were we we sat at the championship game. We were there. We sat in that corner. Yes, yeah. exactly where we sat, and that's where she scored. That's where she came over to celebrate their little oh. sug. And, and, and every time I see that picture, it, it just hurts me. Hurts me. That picture is legendary. That picture yeah. is everywhere. And I'm like, bro, I changed my flight back from Vegas to go to this game. <laughs> and I get this picture and it's all I can think about. Just so what I'd like to see her be better for the U.S. team. But I also didn't hate seeing uh, her knock down a peg. Is that, am I a bad person? I'm just, it's I'm not just out there. humbled. I just wish it wasn't on a PK that kicked us out of the, the World Cup. Yeah, for sure. And this goes back, you know, dude, earlier in the World Cup, Alex Morgan missed a penalty. I mean, don't you practice penalties at the end of training every day? Isn't that what normal teams do? I thought I I thought I knew that. I thought I heard that somewhere. Well, what's brutal, man, is is we had a, basically two opportunities to win, right? Uh, I can't remember who went first, whether it was Smith or I think, I can't remember if Smith or Rapino that went first, but Rapino, I saw a stat that I can't confirm is true. I'm I'm taking it for what it's you know, uh, for what it's worth on Twitter. But she never missed a PK for the U.S. national team. No shit. That was her first miss. Was a World Cup loss. Sophia Smith. I mean, she's usually money, right? She's the best attacker we have. If I wonder, I wonder what the odds were. I, I wish I wish there was a way to figure it out the statistical odds of both of them missing PKs because the odds had to have been super low. Here's the balls on Andonovsky, all right, our coach. I'm going to make a sub and bring in these two amazing penalty takers because they're so good. Uh, it was Kelly O'Hara and, and who? Oh, uh, sorry, uh, Christy Mewis? Mewis, yep. And Mewis crushed it. When Mewis stepped up, I was like, I said to Marissa, I said, how freaking funny would this be if the two people that came off the bench have just lousy penalties? And it's like, wow, glad you made that sub. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, but Chrissy Mewis, can't fault her. That was awesome. Her first touch of the game was a PK. I know. And Kelly O'Hara comes up and it's like, all right, veteran Kelly O'Hara. Let's, come on, Kelly, you're fine. You don't get handballs in the box or, or fouls in the box, anything like that. Uh but she missed it. He absolutely botched it. Keeper went the other way, man, and she had the whole clear net and just post. Speaking of that keeper, she's a demon. She's an absolute demon because she was great. Uh, just couldn't be fooled at all. Was just diving all over the place, getting dirty. And I'm also convinced that to be on the Swedish national team, you also have to be a model because... Swedish women soccer players are all blonde-haired models. Tell me I'm a liar. Tell me I'm a liar. I, I, I can't confirm or deny that. Except um, for the keeper, who was brunette. She didn't get the memo. She was like, yeah, I got to be the black sheep here. <laughs> I, I just got wondered. I was like, God dang. Everyone's just, they all look the same. Blonde hair, blue eyes. <laughs> you know, Nair, man. Let's talk about Nair's performance. How about her penalty kick? The only goalkeeper to take one and 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 save penalty shoot, right? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. We don't know our facts. We'll just say shit. 
But amazing stop, by the way. She had an amazing stop. She put that thing you know, top of the top of the goal. Yeah. I, man, once once we were up in, in, in that shootout, and then I knew we had what Smith coming up. I was like, done deal. And then she missed mm-hmm. it. And then it was repeat. Mm. It, it, what sucks too is they were clearly the better team when you watched the game. They were clearly the, they outplayed Sweden, but just couldn't put the ball in the back of the net, which has been the crux of the, that team all World Cup. They had an, a, a, an expected goal of one point three to Sweden's point seven. It, listen, and that goalkeeper made me a fan though. That goalkeeper made me want to support this team because she was a she was just a monster of a of a human being. Yeah, she she did great. But if you take a look at you know this overall World Cup, the U.S. gave up one goal in four games and gave up two shots on goal in four games. Okay, so that's great defense, but your <laughs> offense sucked. Like you can't just have these stalemates. And then you know they got their their one point and advanced in their with their lowest point total in, in the history of their you know World Cup careers, right? But they uh, uh, if you can't score, you can't win because now you got to go win in PKs, and you just made a long game even longer, buddy. Sunday was the most tiring day of my life. I did not get a nap in, so naturally I was grumpy. Uh, I had so much to do. And I, I just couldn't nap. So I'm, I'm still kind of pissed. <laughs> I'm just mad at this team. Well, I, I see a ton of cris- criticism on Vlodko. And, and well, that's... Are they letting him go? Because that would have already happened, right? I don't I don't think you do it right away. Or really? Not this soon. I think you, get, you let it play out a little longer. He's probably going to, you know, kind of let the landscape shake out a little bit. Um, you know... From ever from what I've read, from what I've heard, the players were not really put in a, a situation to succeed in terms of attacking. Like Sophia Smith was playing out wide; she should have been up top. Uh, more, I kind of wanted to see Lynn Williams a little more because she yeah. is one of the fastest people I've ever seen in my life. She she led every every team in I think uh, goal creating actions or something like that. Really, so she she was a very effective player. So unbelievable, she was just electrifying. Like she didn't really get to play much, but when she was in, it was like, holy shit, yeah. this woman is fast. Kind of wish we we had her, but uh, it's okay. I love you. Hate to say it, I have to have her. Then you don't have Michelle Cooper. Sorry, Coop. We know you're a friend of the pod, but uh, Chris said it, not me. No, it, <laughs> no, no. To, to clarify, when you know that you you had her on your team, it it, it hurts to. See your play and not on your team, but I absolutely love Cooper. No regrets. I love Cooper. That's a good, good backtrack. I, I had to. I, I didn't want to be <laughs> on the off chance. <laughs> Just fucking charge you, bro. On the off chance she listens to us, you know, then yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to get a stiff arm. You can't match her physicality. I'm sorry. I absolutely cannot. You're done. <laughs> she would crush me. I, yeah, absolutely cannot. Well, you know, we had more heartbreak later, dude. Uh, the Denmark team lost, so I guess the good part is we're getting all our World Cup players back. Um, you know, with with Stina, uh, Balasager, they'll be returning. And dude, this is wild, by the way. I didn't think Dabinia would be back in Kansas City 
for this Challenge Cup game, right? We talked about it. We're like, how cool would that be if she played? We know it would never happen, but how cool would it be? She was there, bro. And I was like, stop this. Stop this. She's not going to play, is she? And she didn't. She wasn't even on the bench, of course. Like, it's asinine to ask her to do that. Uh, But, you know, I was theorizing. I was like, how freaking neat would that be? That'd be not like we needed her. You know, Kristen Hamilton's got things on lock. Well, the fact that, you know, we have a week break, right? We have a break before, uh, you know, before the regular season game against O.L. Reign. She didn't have to come back, probably. She should she could have taken some additional time off, maybe went to Brazil for, you know, a couple of days and, and and came back. But she went straight to Kansas City, man. So maybe she did. Maybe maybe uh, the manager was like, come on back. You know, like if your boss says to come back, you, you come back. Um, silver lining, like you said, uh, she played all 90 minutes in the game against Australia. Um, obviously lost two nil, but, uh, is proving that they are very dangerous without Sam Kerr, for God's sakes. Yes. Sam Kerr is not even playing buddy because they don't need her to. She's just going to continue to get healthy and fit and get back out there and maybe help them win a world cup in their home nation. That's crazy with that. That's one of the coolest things. I mean, when your team's not in something, you kind of root for the home team, you know, especially in a worldwide competition like this. Uh, Australia are definitely favorites to win, win this thing right now. England's pretty good too, though. France is good. Let me ask you a quick. It's really good. France. <laughs> France yesterday. Sorry, France was like, mm, I think three goals in twenty minutes ought to get the job done. <laughs> oh, buddy, what a bloodbath. You know, all, all my teams lost. Germany, U.S., Brazil. Those are the teams I was going for. Yeah. Um, who do you want to, you know, last question on the World Cup. Who do you want to win? Who are you going for? Not who you think will win, but who do you want? I'm I'm going for Japan, man. I, I just have to go for Japan. Hmm. I, I think uh, that'd be a great story. Well, uh, England and Sweden are definitely a couple of them. Uh, you know, Casey Current have a couple of Swedish internationals that yeah. might have gone to play had they not been hurt they might have been on that team so that's something you got to think about right um outside of those yeah england and sweden are pretty pretty big ones japan's they're they're fun to watch they're a bit of a fan favorite they're i always love their uh they always come pretty strong with their kits and uh their floral they have like floral arrangements you know like japanese blossoms or something like that it's always kind of cool i want to get a jersey because of that it's though yeah yeah It'd be wild. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i a fan of, fan of jerseys in general, man. Um, cool. Hey, let's take, a, let's take a quick break here, second break, and we'll come back and wrap things up with some Casey Current talk. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening to Casey Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search Casey Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dude, we've got one commercial now. Are you, did you know this? Did you realize this? Used to be able to check my email, and we got a single commercial. I can't even do it. Can't even check my email in between our breaks. Really? You, didn't even, you don't even notice, do you? You have no idea. You're like, that's not how it's always been? I'm oblivious. I'm, all, I'm oblivious to everything. Unbelievably oblivious. Uh, hey, Challenge Cup in the bag. Our next home game... Uh, is not the 16th. It's the uh, 18th, right? Is that, let me check. That is a Friday, the 18th. 18th. It's OL Rain. Yep. So, we have seven games. We get at least six points. Also means other people gotta drop points, you know? We gotta get up there with the with the flow of things in this league play. And yeah. I see... You know, keep moving in the Challenge Cup when that comes around. But I see you put here that we've had the third toughest schedule through Week 15. That is correct. That cannot be. Uh, that cannot be dismissed. I mean, that's that's significant. You know. Did you know Hamilton's out here breaking Challenge Cup history though? She has like she has like twelve. She's matched the most goals right in Challenge Cup history. Dabinia had twelve, right? And that they're both on the same team. Isn't that kind of crazy? That's good company. You think they're not company. fighting to score against each other, like in the semifinal, to try to break that record? Like that's some friendly competition. I yeah, I I, I love it. It's I I love to see that. What if, dude? What if there's like an easy goal for Kristen Hamilton, but Dabinia sneaks in there and like kicks it real fast, and the goal goes to her? <laughs> Let's say there's a PK opportunity. Oh. Who, who's getting that DK? Who's getting that uh, DK? I think Michelle Cooper does the tiebreaker, and she's like, I got this. Yeah, yeah. just walk, walks right in and kicks them both out, being the rookie. Oh, that'd be so, that'd be so it, sick. But she has been, been a veteran. She's been the penalty taker, hasn't she? Uh, I thought the Lowe's absence. And Lowe's absence, yeah. Lowe's absence, that's right. Lowe's taking penalties. Yeah. But Lowe missed one, so I think it moves on to the next person. It should. Yeah, uh, you know, I want to touch on one quick thing on our last game. By the way, it, this was the best game we had. The current had with passing accuracy or completions all year, all competitions. 
So this was the best we have passed all year. Now, the NWSL gives us an 85.2 passing accuracy. Uh, an FB reference gives it a 84.1% completion. So I don't know the variance there. But either way, both of them are, are you know, it, it's the best game we've had in terms of passing. So you, you love to see it. You love to see the efficiency. And it just makes my heart really happy to know that our chemistry is really kind of, of coming together there. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm just, ah, I'm so excited to have something exciting to talk about. And that's moving on in a competition in a year where we may or may not make the playoffs. Uh, nothing's guaranteed, still work to be done. But dude, we we could be hosting uh, either North Carolina Courage or uh, Gotham FC on September 6th. And then you got to become, uh, become a racing Louisville fan for a minute and hope that they beat OL Reign. And then we can maybe even the, you know, even the playing field and, and beat racing for the for the title. Could you imagine how intense that game will be? Money on the line, tro- hardware on the line. Yeah. It's a team that you've played four times this year so far or something like that. Yeah. If that happens, dude, I've I've got a trip planned that weekend and uh we would we would modify it and get to that challenge cup game. If we you know, if we're in the final, hell I might if we have to travel to Seattle for the final, I'll freaking you know, we'll travel out there. That'd be a that'd be a blast. That'd be a lot of fun. And I and I did take a couple minutes earlier, um, taking a look at some fun Kansas City Current Challenge Cup stats. And I like my stats. I like to digging into this stuff. So obviously, all right. Yeah. I like numbers. I like stats. I like to like to fiddle with it. Uh so obviously we know Hamilton leads the the cup with five goals. Everybody knows that. Um Mace and Weinbrenner are tied. Um, for second in assists, and Mace has the best assists per ninety um, during the cup at 0.87. So creep it up to one assist per ninety minutes. It's pretty darn good. Um, Mace leads the Challenge Cup in goal creating actions with five, and goal creating actions per ninety with 2.17. And then the last one that really stood out to me was Hamilton leads the the cup in goals compared to the expected goals so um you know she has three goals over what her expected goals were to be so talk about you know finishing her opportunities and efficiency man i don't think we've had a player that's had a, a three three goals over the expected goals look she she's getting this uh man it's there's never a bad time for a striker to get into form and that's what's happening. And uh, Coach Quiblum said it's how she takes care of herself, her body, but also the expectations she sets on her teammates, the way she presses, the way she runs. She's always looking over her shoulder like, hey, come with me when I do the pressing. So to me, she is a true leader and a really, really easy player to work with as a coach. Hamilton, bro. You know what's crazy is is two of the three players that we've been just talking about how good they've been in this game, Hamilton and Mace, were for you know we got them from the trade for uh, Amy Rodriguez. So, yeah, that didn't really work out for North Carolina, right? Not, she retired the following year and went. That, to coaching. Do you think they knew she'd retire? I mean, no one knows that, right? I don't think so. I think maybe Kansas City might have had a clue that she was thinking about it and. That's why, and then they're like, "Okay, let's see if we can dupe another team into getting two players for a player that's going to leave them 
at the end of the season. Is that possible? Did they dupe them? I no, I I, I don't think they do because it was weird. It happened in the middle of like a week, and we had to play North Carolina that like coming yeah. up. It was really weird how that happened. I know, I know the teams and the league got a lot of criticism for just trading them that quickly and then asking them to play against each other for another team within the same week. So that was pretty badass. I kind of thought it was pretty cool. It was pretty wild, but the fact that we got two crucial players who are helping this team at you know a couple years later and being key you know players on this team, um, you know, having them. A fantastic trade. Yeah, man. I, I, you love to see it. You love to see these people, uh, these women getting, getting the respect they know they've deserved for a long time. Yeah. And to finally be hitting their stride. Like I said, it just sucks we have a week off um, because OL Rain will have Megan Rapino back, you know, so it won't, uh, it won't be easy. We'll have Rose Lavelle. Uh, yeah. Canada lost. Oh, they'll have uh, Alana Cook. Yeah. They're, they're is, good. Is Crystal Dunn play there? Uh, Portland. Oh, Crystal Dunn's with Portland. Okay. Alana Cook, their their best center back. Is, yeah. National team's coming back. Uh, Quinn, who played with Canada, you know, she'll be back. So they're going to be, they're going to have their team back too. So, you know, it won't be easy. But, uh, you know, we got good players as well, man. So. Well, I, I will ride with Captain Hamilton. Uh, any day of the week, man. Happy to see her play for us. What else is there to talk about here? What uh, kind of come to the end without a, without previewing a, another game? Yeah, because we're gonna we're gonna have another pod in between that game, so we'll preview that game next week. Yeah, but uh, I don't know, man. Just exciting stuff. Second time in a row we've won the the division in the Challenge Cup. So yeah, take take pride in that. Well, they're making us feel pretty stupid because we talk pretty sadly about this team sometimes. How it's just things aren't good. Hit the panic button, blah, blah, blah. And then we go over here and, and win our division and go on to the semifinals. It's just like you're making fools of us. I think it's just inconsistency it is probably the toughest thing for this team right yeah. now, um, especially with the injuries. I mean, let's be honest. It's been a revolving door of injuries all year all positions the team or the the position we thought we were the deepest at midfield at certain points you know we we had to go into to rookies and you know players who traditionally wouldn't start so credit to to coach for making all this work right this is not easy she she's done what she could to you know bring the chemistry in with all these injuries so I just hope we can integrate our national team players right back into what we're doing and not miss a miss a exactly. Uh, before we head out of here, I want to say one thing. It's been it should be noted that with the U.S. crashing out with with these inconsistent you know results, Germany crashing out, Brazil crashing out, teams that you thought would be there uh, within WSL, anyone beating anyone on any given day, the rankings go fluctuating all the time. It really shouldn't reflect on teams blowing it. It really ought to reflect on this women's game is growing and it's changing and parity is getting different. The U.S. aren't the big bad wolves anymore, man. We kind of knew that coming in when they dropped a quiet three on Vietnam 
uh, these other teams, I mean, nothing to turn your nose up at. So NWSL is kind of the same way. And at the end of the day, that's what we love, right? The the, the game is, you know, raising as we speak. and Right. Now don't, you know, stay away from Alexi Lawless. He'll tell you something completely different and probably uh, uh, piss all of you off. That man is just crazy, right? Like he has to just love attention, doesn't he? I think it just, he said something the other day that, you know, it was like the national team, you have, you know, don't shoot the messenger, I think was his tweet, but, yeah. you know, you could see why half, they're so, you know, polarizing because of their political stances, yet he'll go and, and retweet support for politicians that obviously like divide. Mantis. Yeah. I didn't want to say it, but yeah. So, I mean, you want to talk about a hypocrite right there. So... That's it. What do you mean? Don't shoot the messenger. Like, so who are you a messenger for, buddy? Because these are your thoughts. Who are you a messenger for right now? The the big guy upstairs, the Jesus. Like, when we, I don't understand when he said don't shoot the messenger. Like, you're the one being an asshole. Yeah, that's like saying that's like saying with all due respect, and then saying go fuck yourself. You, can't. no, I said oh, I said with all due respect. Like, I, you can't get mad at me. I said, that's, like, that's like throwing something in the trash, seeing a full trash can, and then telling your significant other, hey, trash is full. You should go take it out. Don't shoot the messenger. See, that's why we got duties in my house, man. My wife knows she, she's the trash person. She's not the trash person. That sounds absolutely horrible. But I, and I, hey, I keep my bitch ass in the kitchen. All right. <laughs> I know yeah, my work. Where you belong, sir. Where you belong. Put my apron on and I, 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 my sexy ass cook dinner. That's it. <laughs> I just love you brought up the fact that the parody of women's soccer is so great. The fact that, what, three or four of the top 10 teams are out. You got teams like Jamaica, uh, African teams, proving their worth with very limited funding, by the way. The Jamaican team was was like GoFundMe, if I remember correctly. Oh, my gosh. You, you know, so you just like did to you, see. Did you see that Jamaican player that was like pushing that person off? The Colombian? The Colombian uh, player? Yeah, yeah. As she put, finally pushes her, and the Colombian like falls down. Best part was the Jamaican player goes like this at the end. Freaking hair flip, bro. Unbothered. Absolutely hair flip. Unbothered. <laughs> that was funny. I love it. It was. Uh, there's always a pest in the box, man, on corner kicks, free kicks. There's always someone that's just going to be there to pester and piss you off. So, uh, cool. You want to get out of here? Let's go. All right. Hey, short and sweet today. Uh, no game going on this week. We'll be back next week to talk all things Kansas City Current. Uh, of course, rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. Uh, go to go subscribe to us on YouTube, KCSN, uh, KC Sports Network. Comments, like, subscribe, all that stuff. Um, what can I tell you? Follow us on Twitter at NoOtherPod, at Dan Kuzer, at ChrisWright21. Send us an email, NoOtherPod at gmail.com. And, uh, oh, buddy, last thing. I have to point out, because uh, we did get something very cool uh, in our DMs. Oh. It is, I uh, hope he's okay with me sharing his name, Mike Denny. He uh, uh, hit us up with a NWSL playoff machine that he just kind of made in a Google Doc. Uh, it's a pretty much a regular season schedule simulator. So you just kind of plug and play uh, results and stuff and to see kind of what it's going to take to for Casey Current to make the playoffs. Very neat thing. I'm not smart enough to really mess with it, but I said it to you, so maybe you are. Um, but I just want to publicly say thanks to Mike for for doing that. I think that's really awesome and and shows that uh, he supports us and supports the team. 
So good stuff. Anyways, that's it. We love you all very much. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.